a mixed bag podcast. Footy, friends, and fun. It's the mixed bag podcast. that time of the week again we are back here with episode three of the mixed bag podcast i am your host as always bridey here with me is my mate h harry how you doing bud oh where else would you want to be doing a podcast with one of your best mates it's a great time of the day for me i'm absolutely touched how's the uh, how's the week been oh you know it's just getting back to normal pretty much down to work doing a podcast having a beer what about yourself oh i think i've pulled cards from the same deck there yeah, mm. just waiting for Freedom Day though, so yeah. I can go to the pub. Absolutely counting down the days. Unfortunately, we're still stuck with the same introduction, so there's been no updates that you can give me on that. Oh, that's grown on me like a rash. It's it's all right. People say it's all right. Other people say it's terrible. Yeah, but- I don't think rashes are good, and neither is that introduction. Yeah, well, so- it could be a debative topic for another episode, or. Oh, I don't want to debate it. I just want it gone. So if there's anybody out there listening, mm. please feel free to DM us with something. Yeah. We'll take anything at the moment. Even if you're playing the bongo, say it's the Mixed Bad Podcast. We'll take it. Mixed Bad Bongo Podcast. Yeah, well, that'd be a good episode. Just listening to me and Chris on the bongos. Better than some of the dribble we come out with, I reckon. Oh, I'd listen to it. <laughs> so I've came up with this concept. We're at episode three. And so I thought I'd produce you guys... The three concept. So, Harry, the number three is considered a magic number. Really? It symbolizes harmony, wisdom, and understanding. And say again, there's three descriptive words for the number three, and we're in episode three. Like you see, you see the number three everywhere. The three musketeers, the three bears, Ghostbusters, Green Day, Harry, Ron, and Hermione. The three-day bender. Oh, they're my favorite. Getting a $300 withdrawal before you hop into a BMW outside the pub. Three is the number that forms the first geometrical figure, which is the triangle. Oh, that is true, yes. Three sides for the triangle. It also symbolizes past, present, and future. Birth, life, and death. So there's, there's another three. Trifectors on the punt. There's another three. Oh, now I'm listening. Yep. So it's absolutely... Everywhere. So on that note, it would be absolutely cruel not to introduce a third member to tonight's chat. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome our first local legend, Isaac Smith. Welcome. G'day, boys. How are we? Good to see you both. Stay to be here, mate. And you too. Been a long time. Yeah, the first. So just, just for a bit of quick clarification... You aren't actually Isaac Smith that plays for Geelong, but you are a Geelong supporter. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, he's 10 times better than footy at me, like than me. Um, I'm dreadful. So he definitely takes the cake in that department. Don't put um, yourself down. As well. And he plays for Geelong too. So there's another positive. Yeah. Um, big cats, man. It was a shame that Geelong went down on the weekend. Mate, we didn't just go down. <laughs> we got flogged. Oh, it was a terrible weekend to be oh. a Cats fan. <laughs> it, it, it did get, it, it did get me thinking, though. If you were the Isaac Smith that had played, would you have actually won? Or did Gary Rowan just go out there and fuck it for everyone? Hey, I reckon I'd take your point on board. Like, 
I don't think that half the team showed up, to be fair. Like, if you're getting done by nearly, like, over 80 points in a prelim, you got to take a really long, hard look at yourself down. So. Yeah, especially but, Gary yeah. Rowan. Yeah. But I did uh, have some positivity from the weekend, though. Oh, oh those rabbitos. Uh, where I was licking wounds, I was also celebrating, too, the next night. So it wasn't all, wasn't all terrible. It's convenient that you mentioned licking wounds because that's kind of like what a cat does. They lick themselves. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Is it fair to say that if you walked onto a pirate ship, the captain would say, I, Zach? <laughs> oh, jeez. Is that your dad jokers? <laughs> yeah. I just, thought, I just thought I'd get that one out of the way. Uh, well done, though. I commend the effort. Thanks. You don't actually spell your name as the generic Isaac Wood. You've got a bit of a fancy sort of go at yours. Yeah, non-traditional. I like it. Yeah, it's a bit different. No one knows how to spell it, though, which is a frustrating thing. I've always got to instruct people. I've been doing that for 24 years of my life. I actually probably never know how to spell it myself until it's about six or seven. <laughs> <laughs> Same here. Uh-huh. I got done with that as a kid. You don't know how to spell your name now. <laughs> oh, I didn't realize my actual name was Harrison until like, I was 15. <laughs> yeah, yeah, shock page is popping up on the screen there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I forgot that my actual name's Chris. Who named you, your dad or your mum? Uh, if it was my dad, he's got some explaining to do if he ever shows up again. <laughs> <laughs> I could see why that dad joke was pretty bad. You haven't had anyone to learn from. Yeah. <laughs> we actually haven't had a proper discussion topic yet. And when we first cracked onto this podcast, one of my mates, Rob, he messaged me saying, boys, I don't know what you're going to be doing with this podcast, but if you're going to go down this path at all, it's kind of a question that I would like answered. And so he asked me, why are people happier to share and support celebrities or those they don't know as opposed to their mates? And I thought that was an absolutely banging question because it's so true. Yes. So I thought we could just gather each other's thoughts, maybe share some words on all that sort of thing. Maybe take it away with you, Eyes. Yeah. What's your sort um, of thoughts on the topic? That's a cracking question too, by the way. I've never really thought about that. Or I think that I think that people share celebrity stories to think that like they're in the know and like want to try and elevate themselves to that kind of level, I guess. That could be the underlying thought around it. But yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like you spend heaps of time like with your mates and family and friends and stuff like that. That's probably why you don't go like sharing stories and things like that. Cause you're probably a part of it majority of the time. But like, I guess if you're sharing celebrity stories, then you makes you feel like you've got some sort of involvement with it. Yeah. Um, that'd probably be my sort of thinking behind it. But yeah, I've never really had an opinion on things like that or really thought too much about it to be fair. That's a great question. I I think just the same as Isaac, to be fair. I think when, let's say, you're sitting down at a pub or something, the first thing you talk about is, say, like sports celebrities and all that type of stuff. So what's it called? Everyone pretty much knows the thing you're talking about and then you barely get to talk to your mate. Well, I think close mates you talk to about them, but that's about it. Just the same as Isaac. I really never thought about answering that kind of. That's really blown my brain, that question. What about you, Chris? Um, I think there's kind of two sides to it. I think in this day and age, people actually are sharing a lot more of their mates sort of endeavors. 
I think we can use this podcast as a perfect example. We came up with this concept like not even a month ago. And in the space of a month, pretty much most of our friends have got around it, shared it, started listening to it, told their mates about it. And even down to my mate himself, we only reconnected after not really speaking for like five years or something through running on Strava. And he's pushed me to get back into it. He shares my stuff. I share his stuff. So I think it depends on the kind of community or like the sort of area that you're going to jump into with that sort of thing. But at the same time, the people that do share bulk celebrity statuses and posts and pictures and that sort of thing, I do too think that they just want to get involved with it because maybe it's the kind of life they wish they had and they'd rather focus on something that they dream of than supporting like the local side of thing. Cause it's rare that you'll ever find people that share both sides of things. They'll, they'll either share their mate stuff around and be like massive advocates for that. Or they'll be sharing like Tim K, Conor McGregor, which I'm guilty of sharing Conor McGregor <laughs> stuff, all that sort of thing. So I think it is a bit of a double-edged sword, but it just depends which way you want to go. I think most people, it's open to interpretation. Yeah, yeah. I think you're right for sure. There. Especially with like the, like now that you actually bring it up, I noticed that like people, if you've got mates that are like doing stuff like you two boys are, majority of them are quite likely to share stuff around or even communicate it like within their friend groups and stuff like that to try and get the noise out there. But yeah, there's definitely that like lust of like celebrity, celebrity want. Yeah. But to be I'm honest a, with you, I don't think I'd be all about that life. No, nah, I'm a massive advocate for trying to get around your mates and that I think it's, I think mates are your backbone these days. Like it's always good to have your family there to depend on them. But to have your mates and to support that sort of thing is more crucial. Like I've got mates that are producing music now and absolutely killing it. So I'd rather support them than somebody like Drake. Oh, well, Drake's Drake's engines. At the same time, I'm kind of eating my own words there considering I shared like Kanye's album when it came out. Or if RL Grime produces a new track, I'm sharing that. Or Chris Lake, Fisher, that sort of thing. Like I'll be the first person to share that, post that on my story. But I try and account for that by like sharing my mate's stuff when they're bringing that out as well. Because I yeah. think if you're going to support one, you've got to support the other. Yeah. I think you've got to have your medium going though. So yeah. Find, so, a, find an equilibrium, a little balance between each. Yeah. yeah, I agree. But I don't think someone with millions of followers is going to care what a kid in Kirui is going to say about their album. Like, yeah, exactly right. Like if you, if you share your mate who's just posted, say, a new track or a new run mm. to like their Instagram story. I think they're a million times more likely to respond to that with a DM. Thanks for the support. Thanks for getting around me. Whereas if you go and share some big blokes album or sporting achievement, I guarantee they're not responding to your DM by saying, Hey, thanks for getting around me because they've got another 49 million people doing the exact same thing. Yeah. yeah. Like for a small, like what we are, a small, a small enterprise, I'd call us like prestige seeing- or yeah, <laughs> seeing um, what's it called? Like, say four people a week share like a listening oh, to the podcast. It it kind of it doesn't make my day because I live a good good life. But it's oh, up it makes there. mine. Yeah, <laughs> but it's it's it, good. It's a morale it's, booster. Like yeah. you're seeing people actually getting around it, and you know it's not going to waste. Yeah, yeah. We just want to make everyone's day at the end of the day. Yeah. Listening to it for however long you want to listen to it. <laughs> and you support each As- other, look out for each other. It makes it easier on everyone else. So. Yeah. But if you're listening to this, please listen for at least the first 60 seconds because anything after that counts as a stream. Yeah. We need money. <laughs> yeah, I wish. <laughs>
<laughs> but yeah, that was a great question though. That was yeah. Um, so that was blew, blew my mind. Big oath to Rob for getting that in, mate. I agree. Shall we roll into segment one for the week, boys? Yeah. I'm not going to do a little Harry thing last week with the outro and say cue the music to it because you don't actually have music for it. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know why you did that. Yeah, I thought I thought someone would have sent it in by now. So blast from the past. We'll start off with our magical guest, Isaac. What tune have you got for us this week, mate? Yeah, boys, I've got an absolute slapper. Um, it's recently made its way back onto the uh, the playlist after getting played a few to, few few times um, after getting on the turps with the boys. It's uh, <laughs> Fergie's Fergie's glamorous. Oh, that is a What's um, what made you think of that one? I don't know, really. Like, she's an absolute sort back in the day, but yeah, it, I don't know. Just when it comes on, and you know, when the song hits you like real hard, and you're like probably about yeah. ten or twelve deep, and you're like, oh yeah, this is an absolute banger. The buttons on the shirt start coming undone. Oh yeah, oh. yeah. Skin blue with sweat. It's just outstanding. So I, had a, I had a massive crush on Fergie when I was growing up. I think like she most blokes, but like around the year like 2006 or especially when what was that black eyed peas song i got a feeling that video clip oh. when i was a kid got me up and about if that came, if that song came out now and that video clip came out now i'd be doing the rounds for sure oh. when i when i was that age physiological processes were happening to me and i did not know what they meant <laughs> <laughs> that was it was just elite and i was like wow yeah. cool she's a snack yeah, well, she's fallen off the wagon a bit now. Though. She's, oh, I uh, think she's settled down, really. Yeah. I think, I don't know if any of you have seen it at the NBA All Star event when she sang the national anthem. And Jesus Christ, it was the worst performance I've ever listened to. But great yeah. song, Isaac. Glamorous. I don't oh. know. Meatloaf at the AFL the other year was pretty terrible. <laughs> Glamorous. Good song. I haven't listened to that for a while. Yeah, it'll, it'll definitely be doing the rounds again, I reckon. Straight mm. on the playlist. Yeah. I've gone for it. Just a song I listen to sometimes before bed, mostly before a game of footy, just to relax myself. I've gone One Direction, One Thing. So get out, get out, get out of my head. I'm falling to my arms instead. I don't, I don't, don't know what it is. But I need that one thing. You got that one thing. One of the great songs. Ooh. One of the great boy bands, I'd say. But it's my go-to karaoke song. They're, no, they're no in sync. Or oh, oh, no one can Or the be Backstreet Boys. Oh. Was that their song, though? Was like was one thing their song that like took them off? No, nah, I think it was What Makes You Beautiful. Uh, That's yeah. right. Yeah. I was them I frolicking on the beach. Uh, uh, I, I know my One Direction songs. I'm probably getting a fair bit of strife of after this. I was never out. huge on One Direction. Oh, Harry Styles, though, I'm a massive advocate for his dress sense, his general demeanor. It, he's just sick. He's a, he's a man with class. Man mm. yeah. with class. Mm. He can dress well. Right, that. Good looking yeah. bloke. Mm. Good tats, yeah. too. And I'm a man who likes his tats. Yeah, you do like your tats. What about your song, Chris? I've gone with something I used to just get absolutely up and about with this time of year, especially. I've gone the festival song by 360 and Pez. Summer days. Yeah. Summer days. Uh, uh, 
Oh, summer days. For those summer days. And I'm not squishing in the back. When you finally make it there from driving up with your crew You better get your mindset on finding something to do Cause you'll be stuck there lining up in a queue Moving bumper to bumper until your ass hurts All to get your car searched It's just, it's all class That is yeah. a very good song Especially we're meant to be having festivals Yeah, we're, about to, we're coming into Aussie festival season But it <sighs> probably won't be going ahead yet again Thanks to the spicy flu um, <laughs> <laughs> The spicy yeah, that is a, that is a great song. Even, yeah, I just have fond memories of like even playing footy as a junior, listening to that because it came out like something 2010 or something 2009. Been out for a while. So it's it's real just old school Aussie rap before we got into this drill stuff and just something to really get around. I loved it. It's a good. Drinking still love song. it. It is um, a good drinking song, eh? Like even yeah, still now in the. In the garage, summer oh, days is lads. Or five o'clock in the morning, sun's coming up, and you're just like, oh, here we go. <laughs> I don't think that's what I want to be listening to at five o'clock in the morning. Hear the birds, <laughs> Hawani's in the corner, I'm getting scared of the sun. Dude. Don't, open, don't open the blinds, yeah. The vampire Hawani, <laughs> nah, nah, seriously, boys, don't open the blinds. Hey, <laughs> freak. Yeah, I reckon we just go to a quick ad break and reconvene after that. You better give me a freaking shout out. Be like, hey guys, just want to give Emily Eves a shout out because she's a fucking legend. And um, yeah, you better do that. Shout out to Evesy for that one. That was really, really good. Her sponsor. It takes some pride in that, hey? Yeah. So there was a talking point submitted this week from a friend of ours. Friend of the show. Tom. Friend of the show. Friend of the show. Tom, okay, Bruz. He has requested a best team, so which is normally 22, but we're going to go 24 so we can throw in a coach and assistant coach of the best off-field performers from our footy club. So, Eyes, it's fair to say you play footy with H&I, same, or not with us. You play at the same club as us. Not all of us can be at you and H's elite level. No, <laughs> oh, you played one game this year. Yeah, before my poor hamstrings got the better of me. Yeah, you got you got found out that day. <laughs> Anzac Day games aren't for me. <laughs> got a got a jersey though that you paid a lot of money for. Yeah, uh, I played for the jersey. My two minutes on, and then yeah, was it all better. worth it, Chris? I think it was. It sits it sits with pride on my bedroom wall now. I can barely fit into mine, eh? It's that bloody small. Oh, fuck. You should see me try and get into it now. <laughs> Fucking not playing footy for like six weeks. <laughs> like children's size jerseys, those oh, things. I have to grease myself up to get into them these days. <laughs> you have to grease yourself up to get into your normal clothes. <laughs> so we thought we'd go with a draft style uh, because there's three of us. Simple maths says that that's eight picks per person. So we'll go with... Seven from the club and then one celebrity pick. And then at the end of that, we will assign vice captain, captain, assistant coach, and coach. Should we do the celebrity ones first to get them out of the way? I I was going to say save that till last. Yeah, right. Eyes, kick it off, mate. Um, Who would be your first pick? My first pick, because just because we're going to look after the boys and we need someone to drive, someone who's definitely going to blow under. And that's uh, Dwayne Ibanez. Oh, I was going to pick him. Your dead set is going to give him 
you're dead set just going to give him a big head because he was the first pick of the 2021 <laughs> NAB I'm National just, I'm, I'm, looking after the, I'm looking after the boys here. Someone's going to drive the courtesy bus. And we all know that Dwayne loves blowing under. So I'm going to go one of the great mans on a drinking session. M. Lowe, Matthew Lowe, Marty Lowe. I thought he was going to be number one. Somehow Dwayne's come out of nowhere. <laughs> I couldn't I couldn't rob you, boys. That's, that's <laughs> I, knew, I knew Marty was going to get beat at least in the top three. <laughs> yeah, but Marty well, Lowe, yeah. he's one of the great mans. He will say yes to anything on a Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesdays. Thursday. Friday? I'm going to go with a massive name here. I'm going to pick myself. <laughs> Let's be honest, you're going to get picked anyway. So. <laughs> yeah. oh. It's good to get those ones out the way. Oh, I didn't know we could pick ourselves. So I was no, going to pick myself. No. <laughs> per- personally, I think with my injuries this year, it's just, it's just been the perfect time to come into my own as a um, professional drinker. Off-field performances probably outrank any of my on-field performances anyway. So, hey, I'm backing you in. Back yourself. I'd, I'd say it's been your best season too because you haven't been working on Saturdays and being a pig on the hill, I'd say. Yeah, someone's got to play the recorder and the Vuvuzela. <laughs> Good to see. Yeah, my next pick is we need a hype man. I feel like this man always has plenty of energy. It's going to be the egg. <laughs> oh, Owen Wright. Oh, yeah. He's one of the greats. He was in some great form on the Zoom call on Saturday. <laughs> one, of the, one of the great lunatics. We love him. <laughs> I'm going to go the little Chinese man, Liam Hamley. He's yeah. just... A great man on the piss. What else do you want from him? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go for a bit of age here, a bit of wisdom, a bit of experience. I'm going Dean Rawlinson. Oh, scooter. Yeah, the scooter, job. the big chief, the big hustler himself. But he's got a kid on the way, so it could it could rule him out there. It definitely hasn't derailed the bloke that I'm about to pick. <laughs> and I've gone down the same same avenue as Bridey, a bit of age, a bit of experience, and that's uh, Brazzy. <laughs> he could be a captain. Yeah. yeah, I was I was more than willing to put the, the little C next to his name. Yeah. I might have to go with Chris Davidson. Yeah. One of the great blokes. Definitely the best Chris at the footy club. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Is there any oh. <laughs> Yeah, I'm the other one. Still. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna change genders here. Oh, going left field. I'm going Brody Mowbray. Oh, wow, hey, professional. Some performances this year, especially a birthday that involved a ping pong tournament or yeah. beer pong tournament. Sorry, <laughs> really just emphasized that pick. Knows how to lose all bodily functions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would hate to be a plastic table. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I'm actually going to follow you again, Chris. Not a sheep, but uh, next one's going to have to be uh, easy. MEs. Uh, that's a good, good pick. Yeah. And that's not just because she did a mad ad break for us. <laughs> Little legend. I'm going to have to go with Aaron Hooker. Huge. Oh, an assassin. Jim. His, his session on, what was that, a group chat when he was in North Sydney was one of the best things. He's Bender. Yeah. One of the great blokes. Silent assassin. Has to be done. Josh Preston. Oh, yes. Good man. Yeah, good shout there. Really good shout. My next one is going to be uh, Uncle Nune. Oh, Andrew Balloon. Yeah. Big pick there. Tape it off over the last few years since he's fallen in love, but he's not shy of 
still running with the group ones. Yeah. Can definitely go the big lift if needed. Huge. Let's go Action Jackson, Tom Jackson. He's got one haircut left in him, the poor fella at 20. Um, so if Ashley Martin's listening, please hit my friend up, Tom Jackson. Get into the, get into the mosh pills. Yeah, the mosh. <laughs> oh, that is one of the worst ads on TV. Oh, how, how about a mosh ad break? Oh, like St- Stephen KO Bradbury. Stream. Oh. Hey, if you've got the duck advertising for you, you know you're in dice. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Shout out to Mosh, though. If you want to sponsor the show, get around it. Oh, please don't. I've got a full head of hair. I'm sweet. <laughs> yeah, I'm sweet too. <laughs> right. Ooh. Jeez, I'm stumped here. Yeah. I don't know how I've forgotten this, bloke. I'm going Vlad. Oh, yeah. Daddy Vladdy. Daddy Vladdy. Have we named Harry yet? No, we haven't. <laughs> uh, yeah, good. Uh, Harry, yeah. <laughs> You'll get stuck. Would have, been, would have been so much better if you just got it. Have we named Harriet? No, definitely not him. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to leave him out, but I was like, no, he's probably just mute me the rest of the show. So put him in. Oh, I don't have the authority for that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go Dutchy. Oh, the biggest best of them all, purple. <laughs> <laughs> just on the some of the footy trips I've had, you get a good story out of him. I'm going Isaac. Dude, oh, so. Oz, you make you make the cut. Oh, that's good news. Medical yeah. sub. <laughs> Medical sub. <laughs> Emergencies. <laughs> I think that we need like some really good looking fellas here. Um, so I'm gonna pick Nettie Stells up. Oy. Oh, what a man. If there is a better looking bloke in New South Wales, or dare I say the world in general, yeah. I will eat my words. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it's possible to be as perfect nah. as what he is. But I mean, he proves us all wrong. There's got to be something wrong with Blood. Got to be something. Wrong with he can paint. He can play the guitar. He runs like a freak. He can surf. He's just yeah. got a cheese grater of a rig. Probably reads too. I right, he guaranteed to be reader. He offered me sashimi one time. That's in it. he goes. It's in my car. And he, he eats Japanese it. food. Yeah. Oh wow, wait. What a man. Oh. oh. Now I've got chills thinking about him. <laughs> I'm, ab- I'm absolutely nursing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we need a tall man. Let's go Ryan Watson. What? Yeah, he-, he could sit on a thousand beers all weekend and probably drive home through Eastgate Road. I'm going to go big Nathan O'Regan. Oh, yes. Good choice there, Chris Brady. Mm. How many picks have we done? Uh, so we're down to our final pick each. Oh, there's, some people are going to hate us because we've left them out. <laughs> I haven't really had that much to do with the man over the last uh, couple of years, but Flynn Smith is going to get... <laughs> oh, I was just thinking of... <laughs> Good pick. Goodness me. All right. I'm going for a person that will tag you all day or night. Hawani Tanga. How? It's oh. Tagger. <laughs> Great reaction there by Chris Brady. <laughs> no, no. If, if I get if I get one more neck nomination from Hawani on the beers, like bruv, you're 22 now. Give it up. <laughs> I'm tossing up between two. I reckon you give us two. Put one in as an emergency. Yeah, all right. I'm gonna go Tommy Boo. Oh, as the emergency Italian program. And the final player in the 24, Will Coombe. Oh, oh, as if we forgot him. Yeah. Oh, best on all footy trips. So we've gone absolutely pure here and we haven't actually named a celebrity. So I reckon we just keep him out. 
pure power in its purest form. Can we come to like a decision of one celebrity between the three of us, you reckon? Like for the coach? Yeah. Or the owner of the team? Coach? Uh, coach no, we'll go, we'll go team owner because we'll take two from the coaches out of that lineup. Yeah. So team owner. I'll go for a nomination for one person. I'm going to go the king of the bender, Ben Cousins. Ooh. Yeah. I like that, but I don't really want to be charging the glass barbie on day three. Yeah, I thought day five was always the best. <laughs> True. <laughs> really comes into his own, doesn't he, after your past three days? Yeah. <laughs> He's a test match player. Yeah, he'd show you a thing or two, wouldn't he? Day yeah. four, pitches dry. Yeah, oh, the spinners are starting to come <laughs> into the game. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go for someone. Actually, no, I'm going to go for Brendan Favola. Good choice. I don't know that's, I can... my nom- that's my nomination. I don't know if I can top that. I was going to go Dane Swan. Yeah. Oh, Dane Swan. King of the yeah. Rat Pack. I feel like he's a like, full silent assassin. Though, eh? I was reading his book and like his book's good, but I never knew like half the stories that were in his book. Eh? Like, yeah. Whereas like the other guys, you know everything about them because they're so heavily publicized. But I feel like Swanee just missed the, missed the boat on the publicized. Like, on the publicized <laughs> so he's Which just I- gone underneath the, under the limelight. That's not a horrible thing, but I reckon it's great. Like I'm, I'm backing in here. I'm willing to drop Fev. I'm willing. To, we'll go Dane Swan. Yeah. Dane Swan, owner of the Degenerates Twenty Four. Plus, I think he's on a good wicket at the moment too. He owns a yeah. bar and he's doing heaps of stuff at Sportsbet. So. Yeah, so heaps of sponsorship. If he owns, yeah. If he, owns a, if he owns a bar, then we're sorted. If he owns a bar and he's got to deal with Sportsbet, oh, it's a good time with that. But we're yeah. On. I'm going to throw my nomination in for team captain, Liam Hamling. <laughs> Can you be captain if you don't speak? <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, there's plenty of leadership in his actions, but I'm not sure he'd be able to get us up for a game day. <laughs> I'd go Marty for captain. Yeah, I'm, I'll, ba- I'll back in M Lowe. Matt Lowe has yeah, been just- awarded captain. Just because yeah. he could tour fucking for all, all day. <laughs> yeah. Might need love, him on here love, one time. Children here, love. <laughs> oh, he does. <laughs> Coach. Uh, what about VC, mate? Come oh, on. Oh, VC. Should we just go? We'll Ned? get him. Oh, I was thinking like Ned. We can get like a female demographic to these. I think he needs to start taking some responsibility for how pretty he is. So. Ned, vice captain. Yeah. 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 He won't be listening, but. It'd have to be Dino as your coach. Yeah. Uh, all bras. All bras. Do we go bras coach, Dino assistant coach? Oh, yeah, because yeah. bras is a head coach in, in footy. And then, or should we swap them around and bras can be assistant? No, yeah. I reckon we go with bras coach, Dano assistant coach. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good call. This is going to be one of the great listens for people that have no idea about our footy club. <laughs> <laughs> They're learning more and more about the characters as we go along, but that's good. Yeah. Yeah, some stories to be had with, I reckon, all 25 people on this page. 26, sorry. Yeah, and there's definitely a lot more that missed out that are playing twos. Yeah. <laughs> so for those of you that did miss out, just do better. Yeah, honourable mentions. Just, just, just be better. <laughs> be better on the beers. Don't be afraid to just let your inner spirit fly. That was a good team. That's a solid team. I'd be happy to go to the pub with everybody on that list. Just not sure about the first pick, though. <laughs> Bit controversial. That's why he's uh, driving. It, it's, 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 it's a smart pick. It is a smart pick. Yeah. Can't fit 25 blokes in a golf GTI. No. 
No, if you could fit him in a JTI, anything's possible. I <laughs> 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 uh, oh, mean, we can fit we can fit Harry Tatterson or Suzuki Swift. Anything's it's possible. possible. It's possible. Oh, so, it's Dwayne, so you were not picked on your drinking <laughs> ability and fun having ability. Yeah, purely for driving purposes. It's the first overall pick straight on the bench. <laughs> <laughs> I'd happily let that get, cap- get it out of the way early. I'd happily that, let that caboose form up the pond. Mm. Should we get a bit spiritual, fellas? Let's get spiritual. I look forward to your spiritual part of this. I've decided though I want to change the name of the segment from Bridie's spirituality to the life and signs. Oh, I like that. I like that. Because it encompasses a bit of everything. It's not just spirituality, it's it's life-based and sign-based. So Cue the music, and let's go for this week's edition. So I was driving home last Wednesday after we released last week's episode, and I was on the phone to Harry, funnily enough. It was about 6 p.m., and the sun had almost set. It was that nice sort of combination of amber from the sun and the darkness from the night, creating that navy sort of centre. The moon was really present. It was sort of halfway between the horizon and the sky, so if the ground is 180 degrees and the sky straight above my head in my car was 90 degrees, let's, let's say that the moon was sort of sitting at 55 degrees. Anyway, I was looking at the moon, talking to Harry and driving down the M5. No stars out yet because there's heaps of light pollution in Sydney. The sky was pretty clear though. The moon was in a fresh state, a waxing crescent to be precise. So for those of you that are unfamiliar with like phases of the moon, it hasn't hit the first quarter yet. It's kind of like half a banana in shape. And I always find it cool how you can see the complete outline of the moon, like the shadow, the dark side is ever present, which made me think on two things. It reminded me that how even in dark times, there is a light. This situation we are in right now is dark, but there is a light. The light may be small and thin like a waxing crescent, but it's always there. Same with our internal darkness. It might seem like a constant blackout sometimes, but there is always a light. I also thought about the meaning of the moon in this phase. It's symbolic of a new positivity and a new sort of faith. Kind of like having this podcast that's new and the fans having faith in us. Or a bit like in Talladega Nights, where Terry bails out to go to the bathroom and ends up grabbing a chicken sandwich and the faith Lucius had in Ricky to step into the laughing clown car and race NASCAR. He ended up finishing like third, but he had heaps of success after that. Waxing Crescent. Remember that time he got kicked out of biology for playing with matchbox cars? Who's retarded now? If you ain't first, you're last. go fast I wanna go fast it's the fastest who gets paid it's the fastest who gets laid that's this week's edition I just thought that was really cool that was very good I'm in tears because of how spiritual that was but um, that was actually so inspiring Chris like how are you single that's an excellent question. I I can't actually answer that. Oh. 
I wouldn't date me, but oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure somebody out there bite the bullet. Oh, can't wait to meet the lucky lady. I didn't realise, but you put up a post on Instagram today, trying yeah. to get trying to get a few more questions because we had bulk success with that in the first episode. Yeah, that just went really well the first time around. We sounded like a couple of drunk parrots answering. So you put up but, another one. Pick a couple. What do you reckon? Well, this one's actually a good one. The evolution of the cruiser and how it was once considered a sooky beverage to now, but beloved by all. Wow, that's a cracking submission, that one. Um, yeah, I'll look, I never really looked all that fondly on cruisers and stuff when I was like turned 18. I wanted to be that mad dog 18-year-old who drank beers with the boys. Looking back now, I realize that I've missed probably six or seven of the greatest <laughs> cruiser challenge years. <laughs> You're prime. But um, yeah, no, I was, yeah, I haven't really taken to them, to be honest with you, until like recently when like just, just don't like beer anymore sometimes. Yeah, Canadian like club over beer. Yeah, you'll like the Canadian club ad. Yeah. But sometimes you just like, no, nah, I feel like it's getting windy with the boys, winds up, and then tornado straight down the back of the throat. <laughs> Oh, wow. yeah. I'm a huge advocate for fruit beers. <laughs> Why is that, Chris? Oh, they just taste nice. Like I don't beers are awesome, but after I've had about six or seven, I just don't want to drink them anymore. And cruises are consistently good tasting. Mm. You hate yourself the next day because of the bulk sugar you've put into your system. But yeah, I love them. Uh, what would be your go-to flavor, cruiser-wise, boys? I'm definitely a watermelon kind of operator myself. I don't mind being the guava guy. Yeah, big. I'm not yeah. a cruiser fan, so guava or pineapple, I could go. Are you against cruisers? Yes, I'm against cruisers. I'm a seltzer man if I want to get fancy on a, on a night. But I'm a beer man. I've got hair on my chest. Been raised as a man, and ever since that Canadian club ad came out, it was like a movement. I'm not you a drink fan. It, you drink it because Big Terry drinks it. Yeah, <laughs> Big Terry. And if he heard me whispering, I don't like beer. Oh, slap across the head, telling me drinking hard enough. Saying that. I will sometimes dabble into a cruiser if there's no beer left. What's your dream getaway destination for a footy trip? Does it have to be in Australia? You're talking worldwide. Uh, we're going worldwide. When the borders open up, blah, blah, blah. Vegas. Vegas. Ooh. Vegas. Vegas would be good. I'd probably go Croatia. You dabbled in a European trip recently, didn't you, Oz? Yeah, it did. Yeah, two years abroad. But yeah, like I'd probably go, actually, no, Greece. Greece, Ooh. for sure. Eurotters, any, any particular beers. island? Yeah, Mykonos or Eos. Tropicana, Sundays. Is it like on the in-betweeners, Grace? I've never actually been there, but is it like when they go there on their trip? <laughs> so, so that's, I'm pretty sure that's Crete. That's actually filmed in Crete, but no, like it doesn't actually look like that. It's, um, it, I could, it's I could see us booking a hotel and it ending, ending up oh, like yeah. the one in, in yeah. betweeners, but yeah, well, there's, there's so much dodgy shit accommodation, but yeah, like you'd, if you, if you put if you spend more than like 20 minutes on it, then you'll find something that's half decent. What about you, H? I'd go just your cheap one in Bali, I reckon. Oh, I'm a huge Bali advocate. I reckon you can just get up to a lot of mischief up, out there. Tara Makassi, homies. Mm. Yeah. Probably could get a few arrests and a few death penalties. Wouldn't, uh, wouldn't mind dabbling in the Bali dart uh, realm again. Yeah, yeah, Bali's sick. I love yeah. that place. Who's your tip for the flag, boys? Oh, Melbourne. Melbourne? Yeah, I reckon Melbourne. I'd love to see the doggies get rolled, eh? Yeah. I'm sure that Bevo would have something to say about that. But Oh, he's been found out recently, poor Bev. 
I don't think we're allowed to say anything about that. <laughs> Who do you reckon for the NRL? Why is that? Apart from South. Yeah, apart from who, South. Who will be in the grand final. Uh, yeah. I'd probably say Melbourne. Can't yeah. say Penrith. That'd, that'd be cool if both Melbourne, like Melbourne and Melbourne won the grand finals in both. Yeah, mm. could you have that? I don't, that would have never happened before. History's cool. Mm. Melbourne Storm or Melbourne Storms? Storms. Storms. <laughs> Go the Storms. Go the Storms. Oh, I love a plural Storms. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to bring in another alcohol-related question. Yep. Submitted by Sean Daly. Thoughts on Stone and Wood selling out? So for those of you that aren't fully aware, Stone and Wood just got bought out by Tui's. So Stone and Wood was always an independent brewery, kind of like a lot of your craft breweries, and they just sold out to a big corporation. What are your thoughts on that? Another small business being taken over by big corp. It's bending over for the corporate dollar, isn't it? Yeah. And they were always huge on persecuting other breweries that did the same thing. Yeah. It's sad to hear because I don't think I could have another Stone and Wood again after that. Yeah. um, I'd do anything for $500 million though. Yeah. I wouldn't mind if someone knocked on my door. Is that how much they sold it for? Yeah, five hundred million. Yeah, yeah. figure around million. that. I believe speculation okay. suggests it'll probably taste like cult dry or something next week. So yeah, it'll probably yeah. go to garbage. I rated that um, that brewery up there too. Sitting down. Oh there. yeah, out in Byron. Yeah, I never went. Right. Top spot. Yeah. yeah, it's it's pretty Top new. Spot. I made a mess of myself there last year. I think they said they're keeping that open and everything. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, like, that was a part Stone of Wood is, Stone like, and Wood is still going to function and everything. Yeah. They're just now owned by Tui's. Yeah. It's a pretty good yeah. buy, but yeah. oh, huge. Sad day for all uh, beer drinkers. Yes. Yeah. It's. I don't actually hate it. I hate the fact that they persecuted everybody else that did the same thing first. Yeah. It's just eating your words, and now you look like a dickhead. Yeah. That's fair enough. Hundred percent. Any tips for the weekend? Yes, I have got some tips. I've got a, I've got a cheeky multi for our fans here. So I've got, I've got three horses here in three different races. So for the George Main Stakes, we've got Very Elegant, one of our favorite horses on this podcast. It's at 220 to win, and it will shoo it in here. And then in the Kingston Town Stakes, I've got Harpo Max at $4.60 to place. Great horse, that one. Won a lot of money on that. And in the Caulfield Guineas prelude, I've got Lightsaber at three bucks to place. One of the great horses. That multi is paying a delicious $27.60. Printing money with that. Yeah. And I've been on fire with my betting recently. So, Oz, anything from you? I don't, I'm not really huge in the punting world, but I've been keeping my eye on a horse that has a very similar name to me. It's called Zaki. Oh. Z double So it's virtually my name. But I'm not. I don't even. I don't even know if it's running this weekend. But next time it is running, get on it because I'm pretty sure it's won like four in a row or something like that. What about yourself, Chris? All I've really got is the UFC this weekend. It's not a huge card again. It's just another fight night. But I'm going the main event. It's uh, Ryan Span versus Anthony Lionheart Smith. I'm gonna go Ryan Span. That's just because I'm biased and I'm not a huge Lionheart fan. The weight division's that in. Light heavyweight. Oh, yeah. So a couple of bigger boys, but nothing better than watching a couple of bigger boys bang. And then the week after that is a huge card. Oh, that is, that so is a delightful card. I dare say we'll card. probably preview a bit of that next week. How good was Paddy? Oh, Paddy, Paddy the, the Batty. Oh, 
If one more person though calls out one of the Paul brothers, I'm gonna lose my mind. <laughs> oh, it's getting silly in the box. I've had a dead set gutful. Stop giving these blokes like the time of day. Now, I couldn't even watch that fight the other week with old mate and Woodley A. It was custard. Yeah, yeah it was wet toast. Woodley is well past his use by date anyway. Yeah. Like, stop giving Jake Paul, Logan Paul, any of these YouTube blokes a run because it's just damaging the sport. It just sucks to see. Yeah. I'm all for, like, what happened yesterday with, like, Anderson Silva versus Tito Ortiz. A couple of, like, MMA legends absolutely banging it out for all of 67s while Silva cleaned him up. Holyfield came back to fight yesterday as well. Yeah, Holyfield fought Vitor Belfort and got towed up by Belfort. And he's, like, nearly... Sixty, I think it's like watching two uncles fight in the backyard. Mm. Like the Paul brothers will never stand a chance against someone like Canelo, or 100%. even like Tim Zoo. I'd back him in. Like an actual boxer, they've got no chance. Don't try and claim you've been a half decent bloke when all you fought is MMA guys who, if you stepped in an octagon with them, would tear you up. Mm. Yeah. If you want to be a boxer, fight a purest boxer. Plain and simple. If you want to try and get some name to your name, a little bit of clout, whatever the hell you're doing it for, fight a purist boxer. Not one of these part-timers that's going to towel you up in another format. Yeah, I agree, Chris. Yeah. Yeah. That's another week done. Oz, thanks for coming on, mate. It's been an absolute pleasure having you. Yeah, it was lovely hearing your voice again, Isa. Thank you for coming on. Uh, thanks for having me, boys. Appreciate it. First bike to step in as part of our little local legend series. Good to know I'm a legend. A lot of other people <laughs> <don't> think so. <laughs> You're more than a legend in my eyes. Be oh, no, Thanks, boys. I really appreciate it. It's been no real. Chewing the fat. No, just wishing everyone a good week and uh, won't be long till we're out of this mess and hopefully having a couple of Dan Ambrose with each other. So Yeah. Get around today. Stay positive. Hell yeah. Well, thank you everyone for listening. And, and in uh, the words of Harry Tattersall, play the outro music. Da-da-da-da.